I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a book club podcast. Oh, dude, and my boss told me the other day that he thought I had a voice that sounded like dudes on a podcast. I was like, oh. That's good. Did you tell him that I am a dude on a podcast? Well, he said that after I told him I had a podcast. Because uh, he, like, okay. he was like, my friend has a podcast. And it's like on, uh, you know, like on iTunes. It's like, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that because I didn't know until... Uh, you know, till you told me, but um, yeah, he was like my friends on all the all the platforms and stuff. So like, he's got a podcast and he and he records one. I was like, oh, that's cool. I do I do that too. I've got like over fifty episodes. And he's like, oh, you sound like you're on. You would do a podcast. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, so that that's was good. nice. Yeah, I mean, totally that doesn't mean good. he's listening or, or right. Anything, yeah, that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least I'm not like. I was always worried that I sounded super annoying, and I think I think sometimes it helps to listen to yourself again, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you can edit the way you talk because you probably can't, but um, I think you can be kind of conscious of it for sure. And uh, especially if you're you're doing like a podcast or something, because then because then you can kind of make it sound different. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny because I was talking to him normal, and uh, he's like, "Oh, you sound like you could be on a podcast." I was like, "Oh, well, cool, because <laughs> that's good. I should. That's good to hear." <laughs> So anyway, I thought that was funny. I, I didn't literally didn't even remember until you said the intro. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, when did you read this week? Did you, you said you were trying to break it up? Mostly last night. Okay. I read a, like a few chapters earlier in the week, or I guess later in the week. It's now a new week, and but I read like thirteen chapters last night. Oh, nice. They weren't that long. A few of them were kind of long. Like, yeah, they've all kind of been that way. Like once, whenever. Yeah, it gives you a few like a shorties big things and then, happening, and yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't. I mean, this book. It's so hard to tell. Like, I don't know if there's going to be a big twist or like if we're just because like there's got to be some. I mean, there's gonna, obviously going to be some big reveal that 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 is unforetold. Yeah, because right now uh, we're still relatively aimless. Yeah, yeah. Like still, we know what the goal is. Obviously, is to save Evelyn. Well, no. Or I don't to even know. well, that's his goal, right? That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know the character that we're you know living with, and his goal should be. Yeah. To, to figure escape. out who murders like, her, so they yeah, can get out. Part of it, it seems like he's involved with Anna somehow, and it's and he's like trying to fall for Evelyn. I don't, I don't know, know that what's he's trying to fall dude. for anybody. I don't think. Yeah, I, think I don't think anybody's just, trying to fall for anybody. But, um, but the like, yeah, I think like I'm building a love triangle. He has like a uh, like a character like a character reveal about Aiden in the way that he can't stand the idea of Evelyn dying. Because of the way that she's being made to like kill herself as a, it, part of like yeah. an embarrassment and everything like that, and just yeah. that whole idea is like abhorrent to him. Yeah, because we find out in this yeah. episode that she was given, or in this episode, and then in this set of chapters that she was given like a note, right, and told to kill herself. Yeah. Um, at eleven. Right. Yeah. Uh, or else, like her friend, like the her, someone close to like her, her would secret be lover, hurt right? instead. Yeah. So who knows? I think it was like her secret lover. It just says someone you love. Her secret lover, then, <laughs> and uh, who's like the stable boy. <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. So we know at least a thing about Aiden Bishop now. Um, just like you know, a part of his character that you know he's kind of standing for this. Not letting or not standing for you know the injustice of the situation that Evelyn's in, yeah, more so than you know literally getting out of, of there on his own. And he also had evidently, like, and I think this got revealed in the last section of chapters, I can't remember exactly when, but it was revealed that he had come to Blackheath to get into this game willingly, yeah, he'd done it intentionally. I thought that was, uh, I- I'm waiting for the big twist to be like, we're trying to solve this cold case. So we'll like we reinvented it in a digital medium so that the detective can go back and find right and, and it's some sort of thing. VR thing. Yeah, and like they're stuck in the VR until, until they figure they it out, it, you yeah. know. And then when they figure it out, it's like, oh, okay, you've done your your forty for the week or whatever. Right. <laughs> They've been but doing it for way, a I mean, really long time. I don't though. think. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't think obviously that that's the case. It's not some sort of assassin yeah. creed type thing. But right. yeah, I thought that might be a fun. Yeah, that, that would be happen. an interesting reveal. Um, the, but it would be interesting if technology took a twist that way, too. Like, if we do start to recreate things in a digital sense like that, and then reliving through people's personality and not personalities, through people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure once we're recording everything, like, literally everything all the time that we see, like, once we're all, like, and we, like, 
Especially if we augment our reality, you know, like if we start wearing like augmented reality glasses and think everything's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then uh, something like that might happen. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of, like, you know, like we were saying, we're still kind of aimless. Yeah. As to, you know, what it is that's happening. We get a couple of reveals like it's, you know, uh, potentially likely or not even likely. This is what Aiden's, you know, stuck on right now because Aiden's kind of stupid. Um, and and or, or he like gets an idea and that can be the only answer until someone grabs him by the shoulders and shakes him and says that's not the I answer. I know, right? And like it, it has to be right in front of his face. It seems like in a lot yeah. of these situations, he can't even. It doesn't seem and like has been revealed to us several times now. You know, he takes on the traits of the host that he's in. I was so just about to bring when up. he was Ravencourt. If he had yeah. been Ravencourt at a later time, it might have been. I feel like it would have been more beneficial because then he would. Because he's like smart. Because he's real smart, bold. but then would have had you know the time to have all the new clues and to try to figure it out. Well, the guy where he, he spent now, a lot of time with Ravencourt fighting it for like the first half of the day, you know, yeah. before he was really like, okay, well, this is where we are. This is what I have to do. Yeah, then. and the weight was definitely now he's more too. dedicated. Well, the the guy he is now isn't he like a he's a lawyer. Yeah, it's, and he's, he's pretty not, smart, he's, but he doesn't have the same level of intelligence that Ravencourt has. No, he seems to kind of do his law work through intimidation factors more than anything. He's, he's way more blunt than yeah than you know, conniving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even that Ravencourt was conniving, but no, you know, Ravencourt just, was just smart. He's like a more, maker. He was more subtle. Yeah, yeah. and one kind of nice thing that we learned too was that. Um, uh, the hard castle, like, um, what's her dad's name? Evelyn, Peter. Peter, like, he was giving his daughter away to, uh, oh god, why am I drawing a book? We literally just said his name. The Ravencourt. Ravencourt, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that he was giving her to Ravencourt, and that Ravencourt was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna do anything with her. Like, I just, like, I'll just marry her for the name and, like, save the family. He's not interested in, like, yeah. I don't know, I just thought that was funny that well, like, they kind of needs... had the agreement, like, okay, they'll just marry them for title and, and, and claim, Yeah, and, uh, and she'll just have her, like, she'll she'll have her, like, uh, her pool boys and stuff that she'll, <laughs> right. like, she'll have affairs with. Right. The um, Yeah, so, you know, from that perspective, it's then not nearly as devastating as whenever no. it just, like, initially gets revealed. Well, it doesn't it's seem, it doesn't seem up, like a but... suicide sort of situation, though, you know? Like, a situation right. where if you were dealing with a disgusting rapist kind of guy you know that was taking advantage of you all the time that would be maybe kill yourself worthy and then you could think like okay right. well she killed herself because of her dad her dad's a murderer because her dad her dad's the one that killed her because he forced her to get married to Ravencourt and then but I mean yeah but it was never going to be anything like that I know, though, because, I know you can't bl- and you can't blame because it was like a literal either. murder well I don't even mean that just like story wise like it would never have been like the answer is her father because you know he can not even convinced her but just like did a thing that led her to believe she had to kill herself because she while physically yes it's killing herself uh-huh. it was being forced by somebody yeah that's so the what, answer was never going to be like you know that's what i'm waiting like i don't that's what i can't can't make out like if it's going to be a big twist or just a big reveal like how she how she's Force or like how they're, I don't know, how they're, for, I don't know. There's you know another I mean? rule to the mechanics of this universe that's yet to be revealed, I think. Yeah. Because we've got, you know, the three players, Anna, the footman, and Aiden. Anna seems to have more of her memories, but she doesn't change bodies. Yeah. Uh, Aiden has next to none of his memories and changes bodies. The footman. Seems to not change bodies either, but immediately knows whoever Aiden's going to be. I, like knows I have Aiden a feeling identities. that there's another person, too. I think that he has... Because they keep talking about like a rival that he has out there. Well, the rivals are the Anna and the Footman. I think that he's got another one. I, the way it keeps coming out to me when I listen to it, at least, maybe it, maybe it is more obvious written down. But um, it would be weird for the play doctor to lie about that. Though. I don't think he's lying about it though. Like I, he hasn't he says explicitly said. There's three said, people. He says yeah, there's three of y'all. <laughs> not, not including the, our guy is what I was thinking. I was thinking that there were three people that he was playing against. You know what I mean? Or playing with. I don't remember he's the exact wording, but he he says there's three of you. In, in my head, it was there are three others. That's kind of the way I heard it. It, it might have. It might mm. maybe maybe I kind of made it that way myself. So, but. Because I've been kind of thinking this whole time that there that there's another person that we don't know who it is, um, other than the uh, than the foot the footman, 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the I mean, the footman is a, a good enough third. He's he's just like an ominous, evil bad guy. He seems like the guy that's just like he knows who you are, but not where you are. So, he, but he's coming. Right. He's gonna get you. And uh, that's the end of your your one of your eight lives. Right. At the end of this section, though, it said that uh, he still had four bodies left, and I was like, "What? No, he doesn't." Well, because he still has the butler and oh. um, the kid that he tried to run away with. Yeah. That's true. So he still is going to Maybe go back to the them cops. at some point. And so, you know, counting... What's his fucking name right now? Um, the lawyer that he is? Edward something. I know this is another reason that I, I was... Uh, uh, I kind of wish that like I had... I was I was reading it or had like a hard copy, like paper, so that I could look back because it gives you the, uh, the list of everyone's name on the invitation. You know? Because uh, it was nice to flip back and forth because it literally right. told you who they were, like their association, or not their association, their uh, affiliation with uh, the um, Black, Blackwater. Blackheath. Blackheath, Blackwater. Yeah. The, I can't remember his name, but he, yeah, I think not counting the solicitor that he is right now, he's got, um, we now know Gold, the artist that beats up the butler. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is his next host, presumably. Um because he's in six, and that'll be seven, and then Danny's eight. Eight, yeah. And then, but he, he also has, has the two that he goes back to. He goes back to the butler every time he falls asleep. He still has butler time. And then and he's got time, time with the whatever that kid's name is. Yeah, Donaldson or something like that. Yeah, hopefully he just like calls the cops or something with that guy. Yeah. Like, hey, there's gonna be a murder. <laughs> right. Where at the at the the black black? <laughs> well, the black thing is, is the the, the Blackheath estate is estate. some sort of bubble. So he's not going to be able to get to town. It's a little Oh, yeah, he didn't even make it that far? He tried to walk. He walked for eight hours and didn't get anywhere. Uh, I so thought he drove off in a car. The car stops and runs out of gas. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, and then he continues to walk for another eight hours. So mm, what a the, waste of time. They're definitely in like a, you know, it's like a, a bubble of an existence mm-hmm. on the Blackheath estate. Um, presumably... He didn't get any further with the walk. He just couldn't get out. So it might only take him an hour and a half to get back, you know? That'd be nice. Uh, that would be so dumb. It'd certainly be convenient. <laughs> He's just stuck out there, out in the void. Right. Um, um, so... He's like, you know, essentially just walking up against an invisible wall for yeah eight hours. We definitely called it that game. he was going to be in the, the hunt soon, you know? Cause he, uh, yeah, well, we, we knew at the very least he had to have been when he got to Danny. Uh, yeah, for but sure. potentially beforehand, depending on who it was that he was going to end up being. I'm not sure how I feel about Danny. I know that's supposedly eighth, uh, eighth him, but it's like the Dan- the personality of Danny seems kind of slimy to me. You know, he seems kind of yeah. sketchy, and I feel like there's going to be some sort of like. Well, there's definitely um, there's something that happens to Gold, the artist, okay. where he's you know like loses his mind almost. Yeah, because that's how this section that we started doing or part once we got you know past um uh, being in the other bodies and started got into uh, this dude's body um, yeah he wakes up to gold banging on the door saying hey it's me uh you us whenever <laughs> don't get out of the carriage blah, blah blah you know he the the footman doesn't stop cutting and blah blah, blah. something had happened to him at that point like at, mm. you know five in the morning or whatever yeah. that is um so Aiden presumably experiences a lot that changes him into the person that he is as Danny. And then there's also the mentality of Danny. Cause yeah, we were talking about that, how he takes on a little bit of their persona. Mm-hmm. And, and even That's... whenever they're walking, whenever Danny, they first start the hunt and uh, Danny Coleridge comes up to Aiden and the solicitor's body. He's like, hey, you should enjoy yourself. The being in that body is great. It's way better than being in Danny's body because fighting Danny's personality is the most exhausting thing I've done yet. Oh, yeah. Every day, too, he gets weaker. They were saying, like, mm-hmm. each yeah. day uh, more and more of their personality kind of, like, leaks out. It and, becomes uh, harder to fight it, yeah. Which almost makes it which seem like... Which started with, what's his name? Um, Darby. Oh, Darby. Yeah. Um, it starts with Darby, where starts we, he starts to kind of notice... The literal body. <laughs> yeah, holding him back. No, I'm just kidding. But he starts having more trouble holding back the personality. It, it seems to at least be illustrated by starting with Darby. But Darby's that's a pretty, when he definitely notices it. The like most, strong right? personality. Yeah. Um, and then, he, and then whenever he wakes up in the 
current host, the solicitor is, he's like constantly fighting with like all the, all the manners that are like, you know, yeah. part of this dude's like very rigid code of how he conducts himself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, you know, if it gets harder and harder and harder and then Danny yeah. Coleridge has like a soul as black as pitch as he describes it, then mm-hmm. it must be, you know, extremely difficult. It seems like more often than not, the people that he is aren't like exactly above board, you know, like um, they all seem to have a little bit of like. A, well, that's what they keep saying is that nobody in this house is. They're yeah, all I guess bad that's people. really the thing. Yeah, it's just like a house of baddies. I mean, Evelyn didn't even flinch when she saw the artist strung up in the room. You know, and she's Ugh. given to be the person that we're into. <laughs> yeah. So, like, no, there's right. nobody in this existence that's, you know, pure to any degree. Maybe the, the very young, stable boy that we run into period- or, uh, Ooh, not periodically, we'll him. but very briefly. Maybe we get to be him. Well, we know who seven and eight are already, so. <laughs> no, do we? Who are, who are they? Golden Danny. Oh, yeah. And he's on six? Yeah, that's why I didn't think he had four left, because he has the, the butler and the other guy. Yeah. Man, that, and there's still 20 chapters left. Yeah. So I guess we were right, though. He only went through two more hosts, but he, he flew through. He, you know, he went back. Now uh, that now that he's determined to do the thing, he's going to yeah. be trying to get more done, so there's more to tell, so those chapters are longer. And, yeah, and he hopped back into the, yeah. the butler body. but um, As opposed to, like, you know, with what's his name with bell sebastian bell he's just like passed out half the time yeah because he keeps like you know fucking up what do you think about the uh how the um oh shoot the guy with the 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 plague doctor plague doctor yeah what do you what do you think about how he was he was talking to um the main guy about how he thought that or how it's like i set it up so that you would be um born in this order and or not born, right you know, but really, he's been like tweaking it because yeah, they've been so doing it like thousand i think he finally asked him how many loops have there been and the play doctor says thousands yeah just um, lots and lots and lots so yeah he's evidently like the original rule was that and the play doctor also keeps saying we so it's not just him that right. runs this show there's like an organization of sorts that runs the show um a bunch of or he's doctors. just using the royal we uh, yeah so but, but whatever um he, uh, I guess, like the original rule was that you would wake up as the next host at in order of who wakes up first during the day. Yeah. So he would have first been with that little boy, because or not little boy, but that that young man that he wastes the whole time with, because mm-hmm. he wakes up like at four in the morning or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and that, but then, but like, yeah, he wasn't getting he anywhere, and so the play doctor was like, "Well, let's tweak the yeah. order. This seems to be the most optimal order for how you can experience everything and gain clues more quickly." So, is the play doctor good? Like, well, I mean, I guess he. Well, they they even said that um, that uh, God, what's our guy's name? We Aiden. Aiden. They even said that Anna said that Aiden was like his little special play thing, you know, like his his special project or whatever. Yeah, because Aiden's definitely the one who has the greatest advantage because he gets to be different people. Um, and yeah, see everything from different fair. perspectives. So yeah, for whatever this thing is that's happening, this game or you know whatever it is, um, he's definitely the focus for the plague doctor. Yeah, the plague doctor wants him to succeed. Want might not even be the right word, mm-hmm. but is gearing everything for Aiden to succeed. Yeah, and it's probably because Aiden was the one who arrived willingly, whereas mm-hmm. the footmen and Anna were brought against their will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like all the scenes in it when he like this is kind of completely different change of thought but like I really like just the scenes when he he remembers what happened in the, the previous time and he's just like oh, okay this is gonna happen so I gotta do this you know like he just I like mm-hmm. it when he thinks that you know he, he doesn't just do that thing he says like oh yeah this happened last time but uh I guess as we noticed, you know, things don't always happen the same every time now. There's, yeah, There's one the thing that now. changed its... It wasn't even, like, a big change, because, you know, Evie still it killed herself. And then, well, <laughs> it's just that Michael Hardcastle doesn't immediately go to her. He instead charges Aiden, uh, who's in Darby's body at that time, standing yeah. at that rock that Anna put down. Um, and so, you know, the literal event changed, but... Nothing, it didn't mean anything. No, yeah, it, not all the, it means is that it can change, you know. Yeah, but but see, but nothing, but like you just said, nothing really big, even like nothing major, even changed. Right. It well, yeah, it, but it, it, uh, it's just a you know a storytelling did, mechanic to exactly. let Aiden know that okay, yeah. it can be affected and it can be changed. You know, don't despair. But despair because it d- doesn't change enough because she still dies. <laughs> so still despair. 
Right. No, I'm kidding. But that's what I was, that, that that's the thought that just crossed my mind. Like maybe that was showing him too that it is futile, you know, like even if it changes a little bit, it's not going to change the major outcome. Like, you know, Evelyn still dies. Right. But even at that moment, he wasn't trying to change it. No, I know. It just, it did it change just did. though. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, that was cool to find out. Who killed uh, Evelyn Hardcastle? Well, some character that may have not been revealed yet. Yeah, somebody we don't know yet. Because we keep, even, and now we know that the next host is gold, and then, you know, as we've been told since very early on, Danny is the final form. I want want it to not be Danny. Like, I want there to be another person. There were always three, and just, I was right the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. That would be funny, though. um, It wouldn't fit with uh, how you've been reading the story. (laughs) It would... I mean, but this whole time I've been thinking like I don't like there has Danny. To be at I think least he's sketchy. A couple of more really large reveals, obviously, yeah. right? But it just I'm sketched out by Danny. Doesn't make any think... sense that the plague doctor would lie about that. Well, didn't Danny tell him that he was the eighth one? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the plague doctor. Well, lying. the plague doctor is saying that there's only three people there. You're saying? Oh, I a... thought that he said that there were three others. No. The play three, says there's, he, there's three of you trying to do this. You, Anna, and the footman. See, I, I read it differently, I guess. No, I mean, I, not I guess. I definitely did. Because I was thinking this whole time that, like... Because when Danny sketched me out so hard, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he's, like, the other one. Mm. And he's been lying this whole time, saying that he was the eighth, you know, the eighth body in, incarnate. But then I was like, but then the eighth incarnate of him would just go up and be like, he's lying. But then it also, I was thinking like, well, maybe he's like some old person that can't do anything, uh, you know, or maybe he's just, you know, or some, or yeah. some peasant that has no say or power, but he can still figure his stuff out. Or, um, uh, you know, I was just trying to think of some, some way to make it fit, but, uh, doesn't always fit. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you think there's going to be any, any big, like a uh, supernatural or paranormal reveal? Cause like we already kind of got one big one as we were reading. Well, I think just that the, the nature of this book is supernatural. Um, because they're, you know, this is a, a person's consciousness that's transferring host bodies, and they all exist at the same time but during think, this thing that's looped thousands of times. Yeah. You, so you don't think it's going to be like Assassin's Creed? No, no, okay. no. I, I think or the Matrix. With the and, and also, you know, the Plague Doctor seems to have some level of power. He, you know, is always at the right. And of course, he's experienced this day, uh, you know, thousands of times. So mm-hmm. he probably has every action of every person memorized down to the second. But he's always at the right spot that he needs to be. He sort of just appears places. The fact that the second host uh, can't get out of the estate you know walks in a straight line for eight hours and never gets anywhere i mean i think that the nature of this is supernatural yeah no i mean that's fair i just i i I guess i'm more meant like do you think anything um like someone's just gonna fly through the sky or something like that like something overtly (laughs) maybe not necessarily flying like that obvious but like Mm -hmm. something maybe like um I mean, I guess I was thinking something obvious, like something magical, I guess I wanted to happen, but I don't know how that would happen without a, already had been talking about. Yeah, I don't think that I someone suddenly cast a spell or anything like no. that. I don't think there's anything that's like, just... It's just that this situation is supernatural, magic. but everything yeah. else seems very normal. Um, how, uh, yes, I mean, who wrote the note that told her to do it? Right. And then there's this new, or like we were saying earlier, that Aiden, you know, is so focused on the one thing, you know, and never considers other options. Line, yeah. His current thing is that Helena is behind everything. It feels good, but I don't and believe it. It's, it's in the same easy. way that every other single track theory that Aiden's had so far has been wrong. Like this one's going to be wrong too, you know? Yeah. That's my only issue with the story so far is that. Every initial thing that we're being given ends up is being wrong until the wrong? end when it finally is right, you know? I gotcha, yeah. As opposed to, and there's definitely like a million things going on and you can create your own ideas as to what might be going on, but like we're not given enough to really try and figure it out um, or even to come up with different theories because there's still several characters 
several dozen characters that we haven't even met that may or may not matter in any way. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. It's yeah, as as we've been like this section to me, it just felt is very engaging. It was really interesting, but I wasn't able to really figure anything out, which is yeah. fine, but it just felt like, it's okay, we made like, it through two more people. So right. now we're getting closer to the end. We're going to get the meat of this situation. I mean, right. this is good information. It's but, just really linear, which is great. Yeah. It's just a, you know, it's a, a really fun on rails ride as it's, opposed to it being just like an open world you know, it's funny. of possibilities that we try to, you know, we gather all the strings and that see is, what happens and where it goes. This that's is just so like, funny because this is the path we're going down. No, that's so funny because the book tells you like, this is what happens. It's a linear thing. You can't change it. And, but he, it makes it out to be like he can change and influence the whole thing. But it's like this linear ride that we're going on. It's like, it's almost like an optical illusion. But right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of meta. Yeah. The, this book, the, it, yeah. I, I, I'm going to recommend this book to people. Absolutely. Like, it's extremely enjoyable. It just, it, it's not the kind of mystery thriller so far. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I'm just missing a lot of things that uh, gives the opportunity for you to try to come up with other theories. It's really fun to listen to, honestly. The yeah. audio narrator does a great job. He changes voices when you go into different heads. You know, um, that, mm. uh, I think I was talking earlier about um, how, uh, in, in the Good Omens podcast, about how, like, uh, di- um, subtitles mm-hmm. uh, they have different names for uh, for who like is talking in the background or whatever it'll tell you like oh that was um, you know Jeffrey you know saying right, yeah, whatever yeah. in the corner and I'll be like oh okay cool I couldn't really tell from his voice because he was you know hacking up a lung and uh, that's Jeffrey coughing over there or you know you can't tell somebody from their cough so uh, that that's really interesting too because uh, the chapters are always like day two continued not day two but it's like you know well, I guess it is day two, but it's like day four continued. So I guess you should know who it is based on that. But right. it's cool to hear the voice because I don't know who it is based on that. You know, it doesn't just yeah. pop in my head like, oh, yeah, that's who he was right on day whatever. Right. Um, it's just like he does the voice. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I, I knew who they were, even though I hadn't listened to the first part of the book. You know, you know what I mean? Like I, I read the first 20 chapters mm-hmm. and then hopping in on chapter 21 with the audiobook, It was I, did, I knew who these voices were, oddly enough. You know what I mean? Like he right. did, a, he did a great job with the with the voices. So great, great casting with that audio narrator, and um, the one the one drawback from the audio though, and it being a thriller, is that, like I said, I think I think there is something to be gained from having to look at something and being able to like stop and look at it and reread and think and even flip back maybe because because uh, that that. I've so many times wanted to look at, at the the map of the estate mm-hmm. and the, uh, the the guest list to see who who's who and who does what and where they even even if where they rank matters on the guest list if maybe there's an or like if they're going in order or if I can find any any sort of clue and connector like I don't think yeah. there is one but I you know I want to find something just like oh right. that was obvious uh, several times they've said in the book. Uh, that like he goes into a room and there's a book that's been dog-eared to several pages. I'm like, oh, you need to see what's on those dog-eared pages because you've right. noticed it twice now. <laughs> you that's know? when I we know find it doesn't out really that matter, uh, probably, Dr. But... Dickey is... Well, that's uh, how we find out that Dr. Dickey is in league with oh, Sebastian yeah, okay. Bell for the drug business. Well, see, there we go. Um, and then uh, I just looked it up because it was driving me insane that I couldn't remember the current host's name. It's Dance. Mm. Edward Dance. And I should remember that because while I was reading it, I kept saying Charles Dance in my head, which is incorrect. Charles Dance is an actor. He plays Tywin in Game of Thrones. Um, Oh, that can be who is this guy? Because isn't an older guy? Yeah, he's in his 60s or something like that. Yeah, in the uh, the movie that comes out for this. Yeah, it'll be Charles Dance. Charles Dance is the best part of Game of Thrones. I'll be the voice of... of, Aiden. I'll be Aiden's voice. You'll be Aiden, that little voice that comes out with one-liners every now and then. No, I'll be the uh, the witch, do- the plague doctor. Wait, what's it called? He's plague doctor. Yeah, yeah I'll be plague doctor. Because you can put on a mask, and um, I get too emotional sometimes. So if I say something <laughs> embarrassing, I probably cry, or you know, or, you know, I'd, yeah, yeah. So I being the the, the witch doctor, I could probably, I'd probably be okay. Mm-hmm. And then and then when he takes off my mask, and I'll be like, oh, I've been, I'm your dad this whole time, or whatever, you know. Then then I could cry because they'd need me to cry, but. Uh, <laughs> Up until that point, I'd need to hide my face because I'd be too too embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think I'd doctor. need to be the plague doctor. Okay. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, I I know last time we decided that he probably wasn't. He seems to be immortal, but I wonder what the plague doctor is. 
Maybe he is a human. I mean, he's just a magic human. But he seems to be immortal because he says he's got that line about, like, I don't know why we're doing this. Eternity is boring. And yeah, maybe so that's what my question should have been rather than do you think another supernatural thing is going to happen? It should have been, like, what is the answer behind the plague doctor? Not necessarily who killed Evelyn yeah Evelyn Hardcastle, like what is the what's plague the deal doctor? with the plague doctor yeah, like if he figured... what is this organization that he may belong to just because yeah. he says we a lot um yeah I think that he's right now my biggest question is just what is up with the plague doctor yeah I kind of don't care about some of the other things because I think that knowing that this is or not knowing but feeling like this is just a very linear journey that we're on for this yeah. book the answers will come. I don't need I to know, try and figure that out. I don't out. think we can figure it out really yet. But I want to know what the plague doctor I do too. I do too. <laughs> That's the question that I think is, you know, so there's like a couple of questions that we have right now. Who is it that's pulling the strings behind Evie's death? Um, who, who are our three characters, the Footman, Anna, and Aiden? Like, yeah. who are they as people? And what just what the fuck is up with the plague doctor? I think those are the three things that matter more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, the plague doctor is the big question. I mean, obviously, we want to know who killed Ev- uh, you know Evie because that's like the big, that's the title of the book. Right. I and think supposedly the that will free that him it... or free uh, free Aiden from this yeah. curse or whatever. But that, that I mean, that doesn't solve the bigger issue that this guy is cursing people for eternity. <laughs> you know, right? Until they figure that's well, probably not cool. Well, it seems to cool. be the so the, the 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 motive that I think I have you figured is it out? that 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 this happened. You uh-huh. know, Evelyn dies in this way and it wasn't right and the plague doctor says so much mm-hmm. in the first section of reading that we did and then whenever aiden has that you know almost a self-actualization moment when he's talking with anna in the gatehouse and he sort of realizes how he feels about the whole situation or how aiden feels about the whole situation and he tries to grab onto that memory but he couldn't you know quite get it yeah he has a memory of having lost somebody that was close to him and it was a bit of an injustice as well Mm -hmm. and so that's why he volunteered to do this thing at blackheath because he's like well i couldn't fix that but i can fix this yeah and i guess yeah i mean so whatever the plague doctor's thing is it seems to be even if he's just like you know right uh, i forgot that it was like self-induced no i mean if it's like i don't think the plague doctor is necessarily good but or, or bad, or anything. If he's just an immortal, he's just an immortal as they very commonly get depicted. He's just, you know, ambivalent. It's just like, well, this will be a fun thing to do for a couple hundred years. Yeah. So here's an opportunity for me to uh, have these people play this game, and this person wants to try to write this thing, you know, because that will then represent to him that he can write wrongs when he couldn't write the wrong in his own life. And I'll just make that happen, and I'm going to bring in a couple of other players as well to make it interesting for me. Mm. that seems to be what it is that's happening from the plague doctor's side but that is making an assumption that he's some sort of supernatural creature that has that ability and he I may mean, just so be far like as a we person. can tell that seems to be the case yeah the only thing <laughs> that kind no, of puts I mean, it on its head a little bit is the organization thing you know him saying we all the time that was like a new thing that yeah. i caught up on or picked up on this section of reading that kind of threw me off i, I don't really know that's my current theory. Yeah, I don't. I have no theory as to who it is that's killing Evie. I think that the the obvious and kind of boring and lazy answer is that it turns out that it's uh, not Aiden, but Aiden's character that's been created by him having all these hosts. Mm-hmm. That he's the one that kills Evie. Yeah. Um, or does the note and everything and like that's the self-realization is that you create your own problems or something like that that would be like the really boring reveal in my opinion so it's like this is the immortalization of hell and he's stuck on this endless journey of like failure yeah that blah like i feel like you know finding out that you're your own you're your own worst enemy and that you create your own problems and all that sort of stuff is like an idea that's been done to death and i'm so sick of it i would hate for that to be how this ends yeah i mean <laughs> but yeah that could be how it ends or it could just be like a new character that we haven't met yet which that would be kind of disappointing too i mean if it was somebody yeah, to just suddenly introduce someone that meant person. nothing yeah except for the fact that they did it that would be disappointing as well yeah so my biggest thing since we know the play doctor and we've known him for so long is yeah i think i think i'm more concerned with 
with who he is and what his deal is, mm-hmm. rather than who killed Evie, though that will supposedly get the curse to stop. But right. it seems like the Plague Doctor wants him to figure it out. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Right. It's It'll be a good next 20 chapters. I, I Honestly, today when I was listening to it, I... Uh, I, I, I didn't really want to stop like i i was started trying to listen yeah. to like a podcast to get into like a funny laughing mood mm-hmm. and then i was like no i'm just gonna re-listen to it and i just started re-listening to it right and it was uh it was great this this book is it's, so it's good it's really man. exciting it's really engaging that, but... uh, when i was reading you know pretty much everything last night i was like i'm gonna read you know maybe six or seven chapters and i'm gonna go to sleep because i was really tired you mm-hmm. know like i was saying either in the good omens podcast during this episode i was you know really hung over all day yesterday and i was like i just need to go to fucking sleep i'll wake up like at nine and i'll finish reading then and then all of a sudden it's like two o'clock and i finished the section of reading and i was like well okay well i guess i did it nice yeah <laughs> um yeah but i, I guess to your point there's just like no there was never any point that i felt like i didn't want to be reading it anymore right you know? yeah i get kind of add when i read like I'll, I'll sit there and i'll read like if i'm reading all day Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's not even ADD. Like I'll just, I'll be reading and I'll be like, okay, it, I can get up and go pee or something. Like at mm-hmm. after I'm done with this chapter, and then, um, uh, and then I'll move to a different spot, and then I'll be more comfortable, and then I'll like fall asleep as I'm reading. And, then, <laughs> you know, and it always it always gets me because like I'll end up like starting in a good spot, like basically just sitting at the dining room table reading. You yeah, know, and I'll yeah, Start there for an hour or two, and then like I'll move in. To eventually where I'm like kind of laying down reading and then I fall asleep but uh then I don't, I don't know how I want to take in the last little section if I'm going to read it or if I'm going to listen to it um like I said the audio has been really good sometimes it's just like you know obviously just like shows and authors and it all depends on who, who does it um, mm-hmm. but this one is really good yeah I, yeah I've been really really liking it just like the book so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know how I want to take in this last little bit. I mean, and like like you said, I think it's very linear, and I think it's just kind of going to give us the answers as as they come about. But yeah, there's going to be. I think that the most logical exp- thing is probably going to be what, what you ended up saying, though, like the loop. Oh, God, yeah, I w- I would be really upset. I think that loop, there's going to be some huge reveal right at the time that we're done with dance, and then we get something big with gold as well because he like we said earlier he you know has lost his mind yeah um oh maybe and we, so we, we see some sort of big thing with him yeah he has a very you know dramatic interaction with the footman as gold um and so we learn something there and then that is part of what forms uh daniel coleridge aiden and you know that's where because Daniel Coleridge knows so much more mm-hmm. than all the previous Aidens. Like, like a so crazy much more. Amount more. Yeah, that's So there's why something he that we're going to off. see and experience that is huge and turns everything on its head. And that either happens with gold or it happens in one of the times that we get back to the butler that we like haven't it's yet. The memory of every other time that he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> or Maybe something with the the kid that he wasted the day with, like you know, gets one last little clue that ties it together, and mm. then and then you know, eighth day, Aiden knows it all or whatever. Maybe not even all of it, but you know, substantially more than we know. Yeah. Because at that point, since we're him, we have to know what it is. How is? Just give me the answers. Give me. The answers. <laughs> so there's a lot that's going to happen very quickly. I think. I yeah, that's what it feels like. And, and there's going to be a period of time where we're jumping back and forth between Gold and the butler, like, several times because they're both in and out of consciousness constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly after Gold gets strung up, anyways. Yeah. You know, prior to that, he's conscious the whole time, I guess. Maybe not necessarily during his interaction with the footman. Maybe he gets knocked out or something during that fight. But when he gets strung up in the gatehouse across the hall from the butler... There's going to be a weird, I feel like there's going to be a, a weird couple of chapters where we're back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And there's like a lot of reveal that's happening in that back and forth. Yeah. That can only be told uh, through that kind of event. I think that'll be really interesting. Do you think that um, that Anna is going to, how is Anna going to betray him, do you think? 
Because that's that's a big thing. They yeah, because like that's the other thing for. is like Aiden doesn't want to believe everything that the play doctor says because yeah, why do you want to believe him? <laughs> doesn't yeah, because he's you know he just uh, resents him for this game that's being played. Yeah. Um, but maybe the play doctor isn't lying about anything. There's definitely some things that he hasn't said. Yeah. But maybe he's not lying about any of it. And so if he isn't, then Anna will betray him. And how does that happen? Does it happen because then maybe Aiden, you know, changes the loop and and so then doesn't give on a reason to betray him? Did he tell... Did, did Ace Day Aiden know how Anna betrayed him? Or did... Not did we ask him? No, we didn't ask him. What a dork. Should have asked him. Hey, I want to know all the answers. That's what I'd ask future me. (laughs) Well, then he's like, but I can't tell you because it'll mess up the timeline. He did ask him some stuff when he was Bell. Your timeline's busted. Mine. Well, we gotta mess up and fix. If Aiden's got a plan, and it depends on everything that has happened continuing to happen the way it did. Dude, he says he has a plan. I know. I, I just i I feel like this loop of characters, like it's just one of them's just got to bite the bullet and be like, "All right, well, like I'm not gonna make it, but the next me will make it." And it's all really me to begin with, so it doesn't matter if I don't make it. But I got to start making some changes in this time, in this you know, multiverse of of realities that's happening. And and, and uh, like I feel like one of them's gonna have to like, like maybe maybe our. Maybe like the the character that we are, like Aiden doesn't. Maybe he doesn't get it as eighth day Aiden, but he leaves like a clue that makes it so that as you know, Bell when he redoes it again, he's like, oh, and then and then we get like a little glimpse of like he figured it out like right away, and then you know or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, maybe, but there's no. I don't think that would be it. There wouldn't. But, it, it would be impossible for him to leave a physical clue. No, you're right because they'd be living leaving something from the future and the past. Yeah, but uh, it would have to be some sort of you know mental like something unlocking. That carried, yeah, carried back with them. But I think the and, and like we touched on last week, I, I think the the point of this being the instance of the loop that we experience is that uh-huh. this is the one that breaks. Right. That's what, that's what I'm waiting for. So, I'm waiting for the big thing, or I'm waiting for him to do the thing yeah. that makes it so that the next one. You know what I mean? Like, right, I'm, he's right. either the catalyst for the next one of him to win, mm-hmm. or he's the one that is the one that wins. But right. uh, um, he's got to beat the game, right? Right. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's a series. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we get the, the eight. And eight. Half deaths. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or the four. The the fifteen deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Yeah, it just doubles. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I'm gonna check out this author too. Like, I, I don't know if he's written a bunch more thriller books or if this is his first dab at it, but I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, it's a fun mystery. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. It might be, be fun to even to look into. He does. Yeah, I mean, as our next uh, genre, our next book is coming up, obviously, it might be fun to look into like the it's the thrill the mystery thrillers like this one. You know, because I feel like that's been really engaging so far. You know, and I mm-hmm. know that that's a popular genre. I know that. Um. The, like the like the murder porn shows you know, you know <laughs> yeah. like how they're just like the you know like a husband kills wife because she's a cheating bitch or not even that but just like it's just like right uh, it just very it's just like homicide stuff, yeah, very, yeah yeah homicide but it's always killing too so you know right, it's like yeah. always somebody <laughs> killing somebody and uh, and people go crazy for that so i mean there's got to be some great um thriller you know uh thriller mysteries too um so I wonder if this guy's written more, and I you know I wonder if it is going to be just straight fed forward, straight fed, uh, forward fed to us. You know what I mean? Or if it's going to be, or if it's going to be just kind of like since you said we might be hopping around personalities, if it might just be kind of like oh shit, oh what's happening? You know, and then mm-hmm. and then right at the end we kind of figure it all out. Or, or I don't think it's going to be an info dump kind of like the last book we had, but I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be kind of more of like a okay. Right, you know, like it's over. Have to it's get, over now. We have to get up to whatever Danny's knowledge is. I think since we're it, going to be him at some point, yeah. And so, what is it that gets us up to that point? And then, and like, then there will still be something else after that outside of Aiden. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's gonna have you know. a very Black Mirror kind of ending. You know, like something that late, like like okay, I'm satisfied, but uh, all right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay, that's good, but. I did not exactly what I was hoping. You know, it's not. Gonna, right. I don't think it's going to be just a happy ending. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, I think it's going to be a very, 
no, um, I agree. a very yeah, interesting I that, ending. Yeah. I think you know it's going to be a unique, a unique ending. Um, mm-hmm. Not just the you know Aiden wins, uh, you know, and, and Anna was right. his girlfriend the whole time, and then <laughs> he remembered that they were actually married and they have kids that they're going home to, and he and he did save her, you know, and 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 the foot soldier was actually their their friend, you know, Jeremy, and they he saved all <laughs> <Jeremy>. of them. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's going to be some sort of. Um, kind of ending we have to not that we have to put together ourselves but I think it's going to be a kind of ending that it, definitely not an infant I think it's going to be some, some sort of like um, kind of just like alright it's over and and then we just sort of have to sit there and think about it like it's going to tell us everything but it's going to we're, it's going to make you sit there and be like ah oh, wow okay I'm going to need a sec like just like how Black Mirror does it too in Twilight Zone and that kind of mm-hmm. I'm getting that vibe from it at least and, and, I, and I want it to keep going that, that way you know and, and, yeah even though those endings are kind of like they make you feel hollow inside, they're not necessarily the best endings. But I, uh, I think it's going to be a satisfying ending, and it's going to be like, man, I never saw that coming. But oh, man, that was that was a, that was, yeah, that's exactly what would have happened. Right. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot riding on what the fuck is Helen at Hardcastle doing? I have no Cause idea. Because one person has seen her during this day, Cunningham. Uh, Ravencourt's valet. Yeah. He's the only person, aside from maybe a servant here or there, that has actually physically seen Helena Hargitessel through this this day. She's and killing what is she doing? Evelyn. She's writing the letter. <laughs> nah, I have no idea. I mean, she does have it out for her. Because we I mean, have... She hates her. And she ha- she's the one that had the bastard I don't know kid, that she necessarily you know? hates her. I believe... Peter Hardcastle's assessment of the situation. Okay, okay. Um, I think that they're, you know, in the same way that he loves Evelyn, you know, in a very filial sense, but doesn't really care about Evelyn, cares more about the family's fortune and name than anything. Mm -hmm. I think that Helena is, you know, so upset and never forgave Evelyn for having left Thomas alone yeah. to then be put in a position of being able to be killed, but still does literally love her daughter. Mm-hmm. Just is uh, very emotionally stunted and unable to deal with the grief that was brought onto the family, and this is how she deals with it <laughs> in a very bad way. Yeah, um, I don't think she's trying to kill Evelyn, though. That's obviously what no, Aiden thinks think right so. now because Aiden is, you know, stupid. But... I think that maybe Helena's dead already. Maybe that's the reveal. And that, in finding her corpse, then leads to whatever the next thing is or whatever. I don't know. I have a, I have a feeling that Helena's dead. Just that nobody can find her. Yeah, we haven't seen her yet. Maybe. No, I mean, that doesn't make Vampire? Sense. Vampire. Hmm. <laughs> We also need to, we, we all still need to find out what it is that Cunningham's secret is that get that he gets blackmailed yeah, with. Yeah, or that was just a lucky guess. That's something that has to get found. Um, what is it that he's doing? Because he's kind of running around doing things for the different editions of Aiden here and there that we don't really get a lot of answers for. Like he does the he brings Darby that note one time that just says all of them. Mm-hmm. And says, I gathered some people for you, like the other you wanted me to do. And he said that you would understand if I just told you that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. Darby didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously something going on with Cunningham, who's Helena's son, not Peter's, like we had initially been led to believe. No, no. There's definitely a lot of things going on. And none of them are paths... That I can yet follow. <laughs> no, me neither. They're, these are too hard to guess. It's not like I can say, oh, the the wife of the dude across the street is the, uh, whatever her stupid name was, um, and bring me back. Oh. Layla. Yeah. That's Layla. You know, like, because yeah. that was like a, a path that we could, you know, theorize yeah, about and follow. Yeah, even a path that the main character Whereas thought. this, like, we just have not even the full seed of another theory yeah. given to us. We're given like these events that happen in lifetime and that's it. 
And I don't know, there's just, there's not a lot of wiggle room for theorizing. No, I guess that makes it a very interesting story mechanic, too, because it makes it, since it is the same day over and over again, there isn't really room to theorize. It's like we're just getting little bits of info on the same day. Yeah, but we're looking at the same events through different, not even all the same events, because this is the first time we go on the hunt. Oh, for sure, yeah. We didn't even know that Stanwin was, you know, dead after 5 p.m. Yeah. Until this point, or whenever it was that it happens out there. Um, You know, just before dinner, so I assume it's around 5 or something like that. Uh, So... You know, we're getting more clues and we're getting more perspectives and we're yeah. seeing new events and things like that. Just somehow, none of them branch off into different ideas. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> That's what's so weird about it to me. It's because all the personalities of this guy suck. <laughs> right. Everybody sucks in this book. Right. I think the only ones that were really worthwhile from an analytical standpoint were Ravencourt and now Dance. Yeah. Darby was useful just because, you know, he had drive, or not even drive, but he wasn't afraid to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, like chase after the footman at the end there. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's almost frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't just enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it's very well, well done. I know I've said that a hundred times already by now, but... Um... Yeah, no. like you said, it's just it's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. No. Well, cool. Yeah, you want to? I guess we're just reading the last little bit for the this week. Yep, last twenty chapters. Just All finish right. it off. I don't think there's an epilogue. If there is, read that too. Read it, yeah, just read finish it, read whatever it is left. that's left. I'm pretty sure it's just you know chapters forty one through sixty. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I think it's. I think we still have a lot of action to go. I mean, this like I said, this whole time we were reading, it was just um, I didn't I didn't want to stop just because I didn't feel like. Like I wanted, I wanted to have a big chunk of new info, and I just felt like I just mm-hmm. got a bunch more interesting story, <laughs> Man. which is we cool. But it's like it's something that may be anything. Yeah, it's uh, like I just where... want to know the, the answer. I guess you yeah. know. I yeah. The end. There was also another thing that Gold says whenever he wakes up, dance at like five a.m. Yeah, uh, where he says there's two of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Talking about the footman. So maybe the footman does change bodies. Between two different, you know, footmen. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Because he was just saying a bunch of things. He was just raving. He was like, don't get out of the carriage. He doesn't stop cutting. You're going to want to get out of the carriage. Don't get out of the carriage. Don't tell him anything. You're going to want to tell him things, but don't tell him anything because he doesn't stop anyways. Mm -hmm. Also, there's two of them. He's just saying like a bunch of shit, Mm -hmm. you know. So who knows what any of it means if he's even talking the whole time about the footmen. Yeah, it could just be a manipulation tactic. Possibly. I mean, he had all the... We know that's Aiden. Or at least yeah. we're, it's, you know, we're being given Aiden. very strongly that it's Aiden. For sure. We can't definitively say it until we get there. Right. Anna's defending him, though, saying get away from him. That's, you know, Aiden until... Because she, she didn't know that it was going to be dance that was going to be his day six. So, the gold is Aiden. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. We've got 20 chapters to find out. So Yeah, um, let us know what you think. Give us some ideas for another book uh, at ears underscore stamps, dog ears and timestamps at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just read along and uh, you know uh, you, you know how to find us on all the different podcast uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. Leave us a five star and uh, you know, rate and review. <laughs> subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Ring that bell. Uh, what are all the other things that annoying YouTubers say? Ooh, ring the bell. That's a good one. Uh, it's proven uh, that generosity uh, makes you a happier person. <laughs> so, me that. if, so if you're feeling generous and you like and subscribe to our podcast, it's a guarantee that you will be happier. Mm. So, nice. Take my word for it. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Doggers and Timestamps. Go USA.